Playboy. What's good, y'all? It's your man DJ Playboy back with another edition of the Perfect Talk Podcast. You know, I like to do no episode without my dog, my partner, my girl. Guy. Scream like I'm Keith. What to do, brethren? Good evening, sir. What it is? Late night, late night, chill sessions. You know how we do like back in the day, son. <laughs> yeah, you know man. Back about? in the day, before that bedtime, bro. Before, <laughs> back when you go to sleep at midnight, wake up at five, make it to work. <laughs> oh yeah, yo! Remember them days? <laughs> remember them days? Living our days Hell in yeah. doubt. <laughs> Hell yeah, man! If I get yeah. less than, if I get less than like eight hours of sleep, man, I'm calling out. <laughs> nah, it's rough, man. I can I remember some of them nights where I'd be like, yo, and if it's like for nonsense though, it don't even be for nothing important. Just like go party or something like that, something crazy. And then um, for what? Just to be back out there trying to kill yourself the next day. Working an eight-hour shift, ah oh, man, nah. <laughs> you bringing back nightmares, man. What's good with you? What's good on your side, brother? I'm chilling, man. Same old, just just home ownership, man. I told you about that squirrel that that was dying in my my driveway. I was dealing with that squirrel. Uh, tell the people, tell the people, man. You woke up to fentanyl laced. <laughs> yeah, man. Squirrel, <laughs> squirrel slid it onto my property. It was crazy, man. And I was kind of mad because I felt like whatever the injury was, you know what it reminds me of? Like you see the movies where somebody's like, they just got beat up or like an axe murderer chasing them and they all bloody in the face and everything. They run up to somebody's crib and knocking on the mm-hmm. door frantically like, let me in. And the homeowner's like, mm-mm. Exactly. <laughs> so this squirrel crawled onto my property and I'm like, man, this thing don't look too good. But it, I saw it at nighttime, like 11 o'clock at night. I'm like, damn, that's a weird snake. That's that snake got a bushy tail. I was like, what kind of animal is this? <laughs> so in the morning, I came out. I was like, maybe it'll slither away. Maybe just because it's nighttime. You know, I'm new to the suburbs thing, so I've heard of like nighttime animals. They do their thing at night and they don't. They go back where they at. You know, in the daytime when humans is around. But this joint was still there, and I realized it was a squirrel. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, that joint died. And then next, I see it moving around. I'm like, it ain't dead. <laughs> so, so it was a weird thing because then I started thinking with like a legal brain. I was like, well, technically it ain't dead. So do I co- do I clean it up? But if I clean it up and it's still alive, ain't that a charge? And, and then so I had to Google it, Google the town's animal control, and I had to let them know. I'm like, it's alive, not that alive, but it's alive. So y'all got to deal with this. And mm-hmm. uh, I was hoping that it stayed alive until animal control control came because I was hoping. Because I was afraid that when they came, they'd be like, well, the, the squirrel's dead. This is a sanitation issue. This ain't an a animal control issue. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but luckily, <laughs> luckily they, they came eventually before um, before noon when, when the squirrels start, would start baking <laughs> under the, the, the sun and on, on some black asphalt. Nah, nah. That's, yo, it's... I couldn't even imagine it, bro. I told one time... I don't even know if I had ever told you the story. One time I uh, walked... I was just walking, I have a back stairwell, and I was walking into it one time, and I seen something, like, you know how squirrels kind of, like, could, could run up trees, like, yeah. straight up? Yeah, so, it was running up the brick, I have, like, a brick uh, back wall, and I have, I remember seeing it just, like, scurry up the, the it, it, like, moved fast as fuck, I couldn't even tell what it was, and then, maybe, like, two days later... Um, cause I, saw, I was like, I ain't using that back stairwell for a while. <laughs> <laughs> and then like two days later, I'm walking down there and, um, it was just dead. It was just, um, dead, dead on the ground. And then I had, came, I was like, ah, fuck. <laughs> and I came to the realization. That trace started that. 
That's crazy. I came to the realization though that it was gonna be me that had to move it. <laughs> Cause it was like I know my landlord ain't about to drop everything to come pick up no dead squirrel, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I was like, this shit is gonna be. I was like, ah oh, man. And then I had like an old lady that lived underneath me. I was like, she ain't about to fit. She ain't about to move this shit. So I was like, all right, fuck it. So I remember I went and um, I uh, asked my neighbor to borrow his shovel, <laughs> and I had to scoop that. I scooped that shit up and dumped it in the garbage. <laughs> Yeah. That, shit, that was the closest I came to some home ownership shit. Like, I, honestly, I was like, you never again. <laughs> never again. Because that shit would have popped up and started running around. I don't know what the fuck I would have done. <laughs> Yo, I know the feeling of, like, you see an animal out the corner of your eye, but you not prepared for that animal. So, like, it, you can't process some shit scurrying up a brick wall. So, mm-hmm. I, at least for me, I wouldn't. it wouldn't occur to me that it's a squirrel. I'm just like, yo... Uh, some being, <laughs> I don't know if it's on this earth or not, just went upwards up a wall. <laughs> I'm gone. <laughs> I am gone. Uh, I, I ever told you about when I lived in Harlem, there was this abandoned parking lot, like up this side street. And I was just walking up the, you know, it was, it was nighttime, and I'm just walking up the street, and the parking lot is abandoned, so it's like kind of dark in there. And it had a, the, the chain link fence, the high okay. joint that's like, you know, was it like eight to ten feet high, something like that. Okay. And I'm just walking, and, and I'm looking. I'm just looking at the fence, incidentally, and I just see, like, a bright light, like just like like a dim light. And right. I'm looking, <laughs> and I just see more of these lights. It's fucking raccoon eyes, man. I'll <laughs> bounce. I wouldn't like my brain couldn't compute. And I'm from the city, so like this this joint, like I think uh, in the in, in the around those years raccoons like the raccoon population in the city started to boost and okay. also people were feeding cats and the raccoons would take the cat food mm. and mm. yeah so man i bounced i called i called the city i said yo this raccoon they said sir uh are they you know asked me if they got symptoms of rabies are they like chasing you in the daytime i'm like no are they doing this i'm like no they say oh, there's nothing we could do about it i'm like you sure i said raccoons nigga. i don't think you heard me <laughs> raccoons yeah. are in my community didn't you tell me a story one time about a squirrel came into your like apartment is that am i uh, tripping like you uh, like yeah, you uh, might be tripping <laughs> i thought no oh no no okay man i, I could have somebody told me one time they had a squirrel like come through a bathroom window or some shit like that um Nah, man, 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 man. I'm bugging me. I could, you ever just, you ever just be like, wasn't that you? <laughs> Mix, mixing stories and shit. <laughs> Hell yeah, nah. Oh no, was it a bird? Maybe yeah, I don't know. But you never had no wildlife coming to the crib. Oh uh, yeah, that, I probably had a bird or something like that. The squirrel thing, because something about rodents, man. That, that is, you know, it's rodents. They hit different. Yeah, nah, you don't want them in the crib at all. Like, yeah. oh, I know a girl that went to throw away the garbage one time, and, and like, you know, how the squirrels go into like, sometimes the like the little dumpsters have a little hole on them. Yeah. And um yeah, the squirrel just hopped out and fucking like scratched the shit out of her. Damn. <laughs> See, like that's it's funny cuz that's what a lot of people fear. They're like, "Yo, I don't fuck with squirrels cuz they do XYZ." And like you kind of laugh at them. Well, at least I laugh at them. Like, squirrels are mad afraid of you. Yeah. But then like when you hear somebody actually get attacked by squirrels, like, "Yo, damn." Nah, yeah. yeah. But, nah, but just... you got to believe the survivors, bro. <laughs> Yo, I heard some crazy shit about the um about rabies too, like the survival rates is dumb low. Like if you got it, you it is you know, 
This ain't no. Is this some Alex Jones shit or is it like for real? Like, nah, I feel I think, as if it's twenty twenty two. Like the, the the treatment for rabies is is in, is on point. They have to not. That's what they have to treat it. Like they have you. So like, you gotta act mad fast because after a certain point, right, okay. they can't do nothing for you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they gotta. Right, right. Remember, um, on the office. I, I think Meredith got rabies because the bat was like she was in the bag with the bat or whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I was like, nah, but from what I hear, the rabies is yeah, it's like the the survival rate of rabies is is like ninety nine point nine percent, not in your favor. <laughs> well, that makes sense. I mean, granted, this definitely ain't no medical show, given where we get our medical information from. But office, like on the walk, <laughs> on the Walking Dead and shit, the Walking Dead. Like, them joints be about brain diseases, too, right? Rabies is a brain disease. So okay. <laughs> when you get bit by that joint, it happens fairly quickly. Like, you know, at a certain point, like, you can't do nothing. And usually you got to, you know, hopefully you get bit on your arm. They just amputate your arm, but they got to do it quick before it circulates in your, your body. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> niggas is like, should we kill him now? <laughs> <laughs> what y'all talking about over there? <laughs> <laughs> Nah, man, but there's been so much shit happening in the news. You just alluded to it, man. That Alex Jones shit was crazy, man. Your man is at first he was ordered to pay four million dollars, right, to the parents of Sandy Hook. But then, um, actually, right before we started recording this podcast, I seen the headline: forty-five point two million more in punitive damages to Sandy Hook parents, man. It be like judges like to leave you with a cliffhanger. Be like, yeah, I'm right. gonna hit you for four mil, and then come back tomorrow. <laughs> Hit him with the forty-five mil. Cause when I when I first heard four mil, I was like, I think Alex Jones could pay four mil and still be good. <laughs> like you know what I mean? He seems to be doing pretty good for himself. You know what I mean? And then uh, forty-five though. <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's well, a forty-five plus four, so it's almost plus fifty four, million. Yeah, forty-nine. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Uh, that story. Let me tell you, the first thing I uh, uh, I felt about the story, I don't know if this is right or wrong, but the first thing I felt was a certain level of r- relief. And here's why. Well, there's the relief of knowing that at least those parents get some level of vindication. I mean, nothing could replace you losing your kid, but some level of vindication. But the relief came from, I always had this thing of, People who do this fake news shit, do they really believe this or are they just fucking with people? Like, are they just mm. doing this for money or clout or whatever? Mm-hmm. And I would like to believe, I don't know which is worse, that if they don't believe it, but they're saying this shit to get clout, or if they really do believe it, then it's like, well, they're sincere, but they're deranged. And I felt but like, you know, well, no, yeah, I, no, Alex Jones no. really doesn't believe this shit, so I was almost relieved, like, all right, there, there, there's still some humanity there. It's just that... They like diabolical. They take this information and twist it like crazy, mm-hmm. and, and and mislead people. So uh, it, it's a crazy story. So for anybody out there who doesn't know, um, Alex Jones claimed that the um, Sandy Hook uh, shooting, which was the deadliest elementary school shooting um, in history, was um, a hoax. That it was something made up by anti-gun. Uh, establishment <laughs> and that actually the parents that were, were seen mourning um were actors and uh you know pushed this claim for a while um and 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 parents have brought cases against him and this is just the first of um it looks like a, a few um that he has to look ahead to also um what else did i hear that like you know what i think though not matter of fact that, that just, what i think to, to what you said keith 
is that like if you just made up bullshit, right? Like let's say we just came on this podcast, we just made up bullshit, right? But then I guess we went to the comments and we seen your people really believe in our bullshit. It's like I think it, there might be something addictive about keep pushing out the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like I think that I, yeah, like so Alex Jones, whether he believed it or not, he I think he saw power in it. And I think you saw the same thing with QAnon. Um, that they're like, yo, we can just get as silly as fuck as we want with this shit. They gonna believe it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And whether they believe it or not, whether they just consume for information, it's leading to dollars in our pocket, right? It's leading to um, advertising. It's leading to whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like just interest in us in general, followers, everything, the social clout. So why would Alex Jones do it? But now you see why you can't. Like, your lies have consequences. Your lies really do affect people. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it, 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 what the fuck? <laughs> like, why would you get off on something of, 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 of all the things to make up? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> these people, like, that's, you know what I'm saying? Like, you deserve everything you get fucking with these people, bro. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know what the political leanings of that judge was, but uh, or the jury or anything like that. But it comes to a point when you're in a, for them, you know, maybe they are conservative. Maybe they might even like Alex Jones or maybe shows like his. But mm-hmm. when you're in a court of law and they, they're basing everything in, in facts that you could bring to court, that you could put in, that's fit to put into testimony, and you look at what he was saying and the circumstances in which he was saying it, you got to just say, like, like, yo, man, this shit is almost criminal. Yeah. If not criminal, you know, they can't prosecute him because he's just saying stuff. But, like, this stuff really is doing damage to the family, of course, but just to the society in general. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because you got a whole nation of people, one, believing the shit. And two, people that I guess smart enough to know what is bullshit getting, like, influenced by it. Like, oh, I can just go out there and say any, any old thing. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Nothing could come of it. Nah, like, there need to be consequences. Like, same thing when Cardi B had sued uh, Tasha K a few months ago. I think everybody that, that does funny shit like this. Like, what's, like, I don't, why would you want to be known for that? Like, my, two things in life I wouldn't want to be known as is a thief and a liar. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, where could you go? Where are people going to ever trust you? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what you want your platform to be known for, for lying. And then, like, you're like... Not even like I guess there are people that I guess if, if you lied on them, society would be like, yeah, they deserve. It. You know what I mean? Like whatever, it's entertainment. They'll let it pass. Like lie about the Kardashians, they're good, they're rich. Lie about this, you know what I'm saying? Just just to use them as an example. Lie about Kanye, you know he's always in the news. Da 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 da. But then it's like the victim, the parents of the victims of Sandy Hook. Like come on, bro, you gotta have a heart, man. And it's yeah. <laughs> you heard about that yeah. prank? Uh, birds aren't real. Some 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 dude, some kid, like I don't know, maybe he's like twenty, twenty three years old, something like that. He just started spreading this thing that birds aren't real. They're like, I don't know what he said. They were like robots or like man made or something like that. So you see birds, they they but that shit spread. Like he did it as a goof, yeah. He kept spreading it, and it's like that was like the ultimate social experiment of what we're living through right now, as far as people trafficking and misinformation. Yeah. And that's there's people that make a whole there's people make a whole business of it, bro. They whole profile, they whole brand is that misinformation shit. And that's in my part sad because I really got respect for what I do. Like I love, I like the fact that we get on here, we talk about stuff. But for some people, we give them the information, right? We might be their first source to some of this information. I wouldn't want to be known for like 
You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, Playboy said some wild shit on, you know what I mean? Like, that's just living in the internet forever. These niggas is right. purposely doing it. <laughs> like, purposely going out there for the, that's, that's, it's just not even me, man. But, um, other stuff going on, man, this week that, that, that just was a head scratching, real nutty. Uh, what you mean? DJ Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Going against the DJ community. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. we done took you in as, as one of our own, Wiz. <laughs> we don't yeah. let you rock. <laughs> we don't let you rock. And then you see this video surface where Wiz is just going just ham on, 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 on it looks like two DJs. Um, feeling very disrespected. Disrespecting them um, in the process. Um, and just really not with the shits. Um, yeah, I got it. The video, you see the video, right, Keith? Yeah, I saw it. It was Khalifa yeah. just disrespecting them, DJ. Yeah, I guess they didn't cue his song fast enough or something like that. Well, from what I understand, like he wasn't very, um, he wasn't like impressed with their performance, so to speak. Like, Concert, but he was like basically hosting the party. Um, it also was the day his album came out. He said he didn't like the way that they were like queuing up his songs, they weren't in the order that he wanted them. I've heard other reports that you know they were putting effects on it. I don't know if they were playing other records over the shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, just do if they were just bad DJs or if they was fucking up because they didn't understand how the equipment worked. There could be a number of things, you know what I'm saying, that play right there. Um, but yeah, he was definitely not pleased with their performance as DJs. Man. So, so, so this leads to another question. I mean, is this is this a widespread problem? This uh, DJ abuse? Nah. Well, did you see the DJ community kind of like banded together? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, my man had to do a press conference with DJ Drama behind him, like, <laughs> like Vanessa Bryant and shit. <laughs> but um, like you know, I got a DJ in my corner. But nah, it, it's because here's the thing: a DJ is it's a service industry, right? There's, a, there's mm-hmm. people who make, you know what I'm saying, millions of dollars off of just being wedding DJs or something like that. You're you're at the service of the people that are hired for you. So in this particular um, scenario, I don't know the details, but it's very possible those dudes were DJing that night, but they never met Wiz. So they never DJed for him. They never did anything for him. He hands him a flash drive, and you know what I'm saying? It's possible they were just throwing off. Like, maybe they don't use flash drives. Maybe whatever, you know what I'm saying? Maybe they're not familiar with the equipment at the club. So it's like, as DJs, you're always trying to please, right? You're trying to please the audience. You're trying to please the host. You're trying to please the the, the, the artist in this particular place. You're trying to, to please the party promoter. And it's, it's you know what I'm saying? It doesn't always, you don't always hit every bar, right? You don't always hit everybody. But to be, like, publicly embarrassed like that is taking it to another level. 
you could have pulled him aside. You know what I'm saying? And it's very uncharacteristic for Wiz. And I, full disclosure, I've, I've been, I'm a big Wiz Khalifa fan, so I wish it didn't happen like that. But Wiz knows what he did was corny because, you know what I'm saying, it could have went down another way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, it really could have went down another way. Now, I don't know the disrespect. And Wiz came out with it. You know, he was on Breakfast Club, and, and he did what kind of seemed like an apology. You know what I'm saying? And, like, he seems like he's remorseful for it and knows where he went wrong. It, 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 it's something that people just do in the moment. Like, people don't like being embarrassed, right, on both ends. Like, if you're performing, you don't want your performance to be thrown off because of somebody else. Like, the light, whether it's the light man. You could be a comedian and some dude's doing the lights. And then that shit could fuck your whole shit up. Or the mic, you know what I'm saying? He'd be the sound guy. And it's like, yo, why does my mic sound like shit? You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you kind of got to roll with it, though, with a sense of professionalism, but it, that, that doesn't always happen. Um, and the same thing for DJs. I've seen DJs, uh, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to my man DJ Show, you know what I'm saying? Like, if somebody's in the booth and they disrespect, like, I see this girl touch, the, like, the turntable one time. My man shut everything down and kicked her out. She, she didn't appreciate that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying and to play devil's advocate he might have could have handled that another way you know what I'm saying but it's like no one wants to be publicly embarrassed you know what I'm saying and it's like Wiz Wiz went ham on the DJs there's even a part where he's like smacking their hats off wow <laughs> I didn't know that that's disrespect yeah. like he's that. like rapping <laughs> he's performing and they're like trying to like play shit he's like smacking they hat they hat off they look like one of them looks back and says something to him he smacks his hat off I'm like yo Wiz is on one that <laughs> Wiz is on one bro it's on PCP Johnson <laughs> <laughs> and it's like Wiz one of them niggas is like damn bro I, I done seen him practicing MMA for the past five years <laughs> you, <know? laughs> you don't know between his bodyguards and just him he got that body like like Sagat from, from Street Fighter you don't quite know how you should handle this <laughs> he like damn this nigga wins fucking take me to fucking blood sport right now <laughs> nah but but, Wiz, but shout out to Wiz man he didn't have to do that Um, well no actually I think he did have to do that like you do rely you don't want DJs banding together to not play your music on top of that, once again, and I'm saying this as a Wiz Khalifa fan, Wiz Khalifa's music doesn't play in that many, you know what I'm saying, like, avenues. Like, he has, kind of has his own lane, right? Where right. I'm, But I don't hear his music heavy on the radio. I don't really hear, um, you know, a, a, a heavy critique about his art um, from, like, DJs and stuff like that. So it's like, you don't want to be in a position where they're actively not playing your music. Um, and then I guess he just has a respect for the craft as well. You know what I'm saying? And just being a performer and knowing that there are many elements to it and there's are a lot of ways to handle stuff. So, yeah, you know, shout out to Wiz, man. I think he, he see what it is. And shout out to all the DJs out there. It's, you know, show some love to a DJ. Understand, it is, man, it is not an easy job. Keith, you done been on some gigs with me where we just want to play. <laughs> we just want to play. I know we getting paid to be here, but you know what I'm saying? Can we get a plate? We got to watch all y'all eat. <laughs> you know mad dehydrated and hungry. It is what it is, man. It's the game, man. Keith, I know you heard that new Beyonce album, dog. What you think of it? That joint, uh, what the youngins say now, it's a whole vibe. It's a whole vibe, man. That album is just pure vibe. Like you just throw it on, like you just get lost in it. I was listen, I was do uh, doing work today. And I was just listening to it, and three hours in, I'm like, oh man, I'm still listening to this shit. <laughs> like. I was just like, oh, I just got to, had to take a break for a second because it was too much vibe. Like, it felt like I was dancing. I was just sitting doing work on the couch. 
but mm-hmm. it felt like I was dancing. Like my heart rate was up too long. Nigga said, "Why my shoulders hurt?" <laughs> <laughs> it just felt like my body just felt like I had a, like I turned, I paused it and just picked something, you know, like a new playlist. And I just took a breath. I was like, <sighs> "It's kind of like when you go to the bathroom and it, the, you know it smells like pee, but like somehow it's refreshing. Like the AC hits a little different in the club." <laughs> Because the dance floor is mad, yeah, like, yeah, moist. Yeah, sweaty and musty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you like, I just want to be somewhere different in a different room. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so it was like that. But, it, but in a good way, though, not because the, the sweaty and mustiness, you enjoy it, but it's like, I just need a break. So that's what it was like. So this isn't a bad thing. It was a, it was a good thing. So you could do anything to that album. Because I was doing work. Like, I was trying to concentrate. But you could also clean to that shit. You could work out to it. I'm sure mm-hmm. the, the cycling classes, the spin classes are going off on it. It, it, it's a dope album. Now, shout out to Beyonce Renaissance. If you haven't heard it, go check it out. Um, unfortunately, you, real quick, you know, you know what mistake I made? Um, I listen to, I like listening to NPR every now and then. They got some joint called the Pop Culture Podcast, but like the people on is way too smart. So sometimes they be over intellectualizing stuff, and they're talking about shit like with the Afro beats and the this, and then they're bringing. Uh, I guess like I don't know what the, the the genre of music is called. I don't know if it's called house or whatever it is. Like in the 80s, the, the, the subgenre was like big in the, the gay community or the LGBT mm-hmm. community um, yeah. in New York or wherever. And I'm like, man, this is too much, man. The album is dope. And all this history and context and shit, I don't need it. <laughs> I already know how to Vogue, nigga. I don't need, I don't need no history <laughs> lesson on this shit. <laughs> Word up. I like how like um, everybody shitted on Drake's album. <laughs> Beyonce shit come out, everybody dancing to it. Drake shit wasn't bad. I think well, it's like, yo, once people start some like a snowball or momentum of shit, like an opinion online, everybody just runs with it. Um, and I guess what Drake did, he didn't like give you the heads up for this project at all. So it just kind of threw people off. But I don't think it was a bad project at all. Well, you're saying it's not bad, but is it good? Like when you step out like that, it got to be good. That's true, yeah. But I don't think it's to the level of hate that people give it. I think it's just, it's, it's like a funny target. You know what I'm saying? But um, not to take anything away from Queen Miss 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 Beyonce. Let's 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 stay focused on Renaissance and um the work of art that it is. But um, what I was gonna say is, unfortunately, if you haven't heard it yet, you aren't gonna hear it in its original like you know in original form. I mean, unless you got it on a CD, maybe because um on streaming there's been some changes. And that brings me to our favorite segment of the show, Keith. Have you heard? Uh huh. I got a quest. Now the question I ask you is how bad you want to know. I bring headlines uh, to the table and I see if my man Keith has heard. Dog. Beyonce had to remove two things from her album. The word spaz and a Khalees sample that I still haven't been able to recognize. <laughs> um, Have you heard, brother? I have not heard that, but that's very interesting because I, I heard a similar case with um, Lizzo. She, mm-hmm. it was similar. She may have used the word spaz. Same exact situation. Lizzo, uh, the spaz community is heavy out there. Oh no, can I say that? My fault. <laughs> the anti, the anti spaz, anti word. People against the word spaz is heavy out there, and they did come for Lizzo first, and then they came for Beyonce, um, who used the word on her song "Heated." Um, so, I mean, we, we came up with that word, right, Keith? Like, yeah. 
What, what was what I've always known, right? You spaz is like you try to dunk, right? Isn't that what they go like? You like you try to dunk it and then it miss, like Grand Hill drinks, right? Like that was yeah, the first. I think that's spaz, right? Yeah. So that's what that was the first term I heard it as. That's what it was introduced to me. Then it was like, yo, I'm about to spaz on you, like exactly. <laughs> you got same, you got same about, exact thing. You got about three seconds left, and then I'm just about to go off, and I cannot be held responsible for my actions. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? After after this warning. This is about the only warning you're going to get. So, for me, and I think Beyonce and Lizzo as well, um, I guess, you know, similarity, we're all of the same race, is that spazzing, I guess maybe in the first the first way that I used it in the on a basketball court is a negative, right? Nobody wants to spaz. But in the second way, it's not necessarily a negative. It's like, yo, I'm going ham. <laughs> like I'm about to go, you know what I'm saying? The way the way that Beyonce, but well, the way Beyonce used it, and the way Beyonce used, it, I was saying it, she 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 used it. She used it in a second way, like I'm about to spaz on you. Yes, I'm. Um, what's the line? I'm trying to see what it is. But um, give me one second. She uh, she basically used it in the term. Yeah, like I would say the second way. Yeah, here we go. She said, uh, "Spazzing on that ass, spaz on that ass." <laughs> <laughs> Which you now have to change it to blasting on that ass, blast on that ass. <laughs> but either way, I don't think she was using it in a derogatory term. Now, also, it's not for me to decide what terms should be derogatory and not if someone's offended by it, right? Especially if I'm not of that community, because you're not going to tell me what words I can and cannot be offended by, you know what I mean, in my daily life. So. I respect it, but I, I don't, there wouldn't be no cancellation. Not that anyone was trying, but of you know what I'm saying? Because that's not we know that's not how she used. She wasn't trying to hurt nobody's feelings, and the fact that she was willing to take it off shows I'm Queen Beyonce. I do what I want, and if y'all want it off, here you go. <laughs> yeah. You know I mean? uh, well, to to you know to the point that you finished off with, if you know we're not in a position to to say how bad is it really, regardless of the intent, because we've seen many instances throughout our lives throughout our history where it was like well we didn't mean it like that but really it it had like the history of the word even though the word has been molded and handed down to the point where we we don't even know the origin of it you know what i'm saying it we're just not in a position i, I go by the rule of remember one time Tanahasi coates had his interview and i can't remember what word they were asking him about i think it was about like pronouns or maybe like um the the name somebody may want to be called or or their their um, gender identity something like that and he pretty much said that at the end of the day if they want to be called that like that's them the the minimum respect you give them is to call them that if they feel that they're that their name or their identity or whatever it is, is is that. That's how they are to be identified. They make the rules with regard to that. So who are we to say otherwise? Like, that's not right or that's ridiculous or, or whatever it is. And, and generally, I, I live by that by that maxim. So mm-hmm. I feel as if I, I, I get it. You know what I'm saying? And I also get the, the, the point of, you know, we've been using it for so many years that I haven't realized because this, not until Lizzo, Right, I'm in my late 30s. Not until Lizzo did I know that that was a. Did it occur to me that spaz in that way was like a derogatory thing, referring to someone who who has spasms. However, the one 
instance in which I know, knew it was like if, when I used to when I used to watch like white teenage shows. They will mm-hmm. call someone a spaz, like if they're a nerd or like they're um, not coordinated. They'll call someone a spaz, and I, I I got the sense that that can't be, that's insulting to someone, and they're implying that, you know, somehow, this person is like someone with a disability. That I knew, but those two definitions that we grew up with, the one being you 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 came up short on the dunk, the second one being that I'm about to get real. You know, I'm about to black out pretty much mm-hmm. on you. That those are those definitions I even realize connected to that concept of someone who's spasmic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I didn't, yeah, I didn't put the two together because even when I heard that term, like like you just said, in white um, popular culture, and I knew by the uh, connotation that it was it was derogatory. I didn't co- I didn't correlate it with that. I correlated it with like back spasms. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, like, I literally I, never. I was like, oh yeah, because he's the, you're like a dude having back spasms. Like you're awkward in your movements. And like, well, you know, well, the basketball <laughs> thing. I think I think it's like that because when you dunk, you you go mad hard, and when the momentum hits the the front of the rim because you came up short, like your body kind of bends backwards. That's the way mm. I interpreted it. Before mm. I, they, before people said you spaz, when I was introduced to that term, somebody missed a dunk like that. They'd be like, oh spasm. Mm-hmm. They say the whole word, but yeah, um, no. So apparently, you know, what I mean, add that to the list of things that will get you canceled nowadays. Um, but I say that with all due respect. If someone is truly offended by it, then you know, what I mean, then I guess we gotta cut. We gotta cut the word, cause right? There's a, there's a when we were younger, you know, like terms like uh, uh, retard or, or the derogatory f word. You know, what I'm saying is like you, it, it did not. Now, now, those were a little bit, you know I mean, less. Like, I think spaz was a little bit more vague than those were. Because um, yeah. those were definitely used as insults. But it's also, like, it wasn't necessarily used in the connotation always to disrespect the people, the group of people that I guess are offended most most by it. But, however, that doesn't mean, like, all right, cool. You got you. Be going to let y'all rock with it. You know what I mean? Like, someone's offended, someone's offended. So I, I respect the game on that. Right. Um, Keith, have you heard... William Smith, also known as Will Smith, has issued a second apology uh, to Chris Rock and his family. A second one? When was the first? Uh, first was, I think, via social media. I think he, um, he like wrote it. It was, it was written. And then this one was like on video. I have heard about that. I didn't even realize the, the, the first one. Yeah, I, I heard about that joint. Um... And, you know, I saw it. And what I realized is that when you're a certain level of celebrity, like a lot of part, a lot of the parts of your celebrity life and your identity is just very ingrained and very part of who you are. And the reason I say that is because the product placement was crazy. He had the branded Will Smith hat <laughs> and he had the, the Just Water. I think his son owns like the or has a, a large share of that Just Water joint in the box. In the box water, yeah, and and it was just like a well-produced joint. Like when a president comes on and and we got to issue a statement or something that they just went to war or something like that. That's what it was like. Mm-hmm. And I and I was like, man, this is kind of like manufactured. But I'm like, that's what Will Smith is. That 
that dude, especially with his YouTube presence nowadays, mm. that's probably, he probably just jumped in front of the camera and like, it's just, the setup is so dope that that's just how it is. And he probably needed to drink some water and that's the water that was there. But it's just like, everything looks so, so polished. Mm-hmm. Uh, it didn't feel like a raw raw apology, but I, I trust that he's truly apologetic for it because I, I believe Will Smith is a good dude and who he was that night, he probably couldn't even believe it. He knows it's wrong. Like He's raised kids. Well, he has like three kids mm-hmm. and, you know, and two boys, so he knows what a man should look like. He knows what a man shouldn't look like. And what he was that night is definitely not what a man should look like, especially a man in his 50s and and what he did to a man in his 60s. Like, that was just horrible. He's like a 60-year-old dog? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Nah, and I've heard people, their beef with with, with Will Smith's apology was what you just alluded to, like, a little too polished, right? You seem kind of like fake, you know what I'm saying? Like, like rehearsed, you know what I mean? Um, which doesn't mean it's not genuine, right? Wiz Khalifa's apology didn't, you know what I'm saying, it was also kind of like, it seemed like something he rehearsed it, you know what I mean? But it doesn't mean that it's not genuine. It's like you don't kind of want to be stuttering over your words um, over something like that, or you want to kind of be focused on um, getting your point across as opposed to searching for the next word. So I get that, but... And I respect Will for apologizing. Will doesn't have to apologize. I don't... I think if Will's going to lose anything, he already lost it, right? And if he's going to gain anything, it's not going to be based off of how he handles the situation. It's going to be based off of people's faith in him moving forward. So I don't think he had a gun to his head um, in this scenario. Um, however, yeah, like you said, that polish, that, that, that manufactured, that here's the branding, here's the logo. You know what I'm saying? It was just like... And I say that with a DJ Playboy, you know, backdrop behind me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's just, <laughs> it's like, I guess maybe I, yeah, I, 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 I don't think it should take anything away from it because it is Will Smith. It's not out his, it's not out his personality. It's not out of what we know him to be or or know him to move. So I, I don't take anything away from him. Now, shout out to Chris Rock. I heard Chris Rock didn't like has not accepted either of his apologies, and he isn't. He doesn't have to. You know what I'm saying? Like. The apology could be put out there and it doesn't make Will Smith less of a man. Sorry, excuse me, Chris Rock, like like being petty or less of a man because he doesn't want to accept it. I've also heard people say something like, yo, you're making jokes about it and da-da-da, but it's like, this is right. He was dis- like, he's disrespected. He can do whatever he wants. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, you don't you don't got to forgive somebody just because they, they, they say something. Now, I do believe in forgiveness and I believe in... You know what I'm saying? Reconciliation and, and, and when, when the time is right for it. But I don't think Chris Rock can move the way Chris Rock wants to move because I've never been smacked in my face in front of the entire world. So <laughs> my opinion on this is, is null and void. Chris Rock could do. Chris Rock is the expert on this. and he, He's going to move the way he's going to move. Yeah, Chris Rock is 57, so excuse me, but he's, he's pushing 60. But even so, the point is, is that, man, things like that just don't happen ain't supposed to happen <laughs> it's just not supposed to happen between these dudes it's just it's just not and for it to happen in, in that way like it's, it's it's crazy exactly exactly oh snap i ain't even ah uh, shit you know what have you heard did you hear about the uh the Khalees and beyonce beef Khalees and beyonce 
Yeah, when Beyonce's album had first dropped, Khalees was like sampled on a song. Um, and oh, you said that Beyonce changed a, a Khalees sample and and the um the, and the, the spaz spaz lyric. Yeah, mm-hmm. she had to um she took that off because Khalees came out with like a live and she was kind of beefing like, yo, why am I um why am I you know finding out with the rest of the world that I'm I'm apparently sampled on Beyonce's album. So she felt some type of way. Seemed like her beef was more like a FRL. Um, and the Neptunes than necessarily Beyonce, but she did definitely throw some shots at Beyonce in there. So Beyonce did take that liberty to take that off the album as well, um, which I'm not sure why it inspired uh, Monica Lewinsky <laughs> to want to hop in, to want to hop up. And I, I think Monica was joking. I think people were taking it serious. I think Monica was like, uh, this is just a good tweet. But Monica Lewinsky definitely was like, uh, you think we could get that? Lyric off a partition. <laughs> a boyfriend, she tweeted, uh, um, while we're at it, hashtag uh, partition. Because Beyonce sings, uh, Monica Lewinsky all on my gown. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> well, well, first, I'll address the, the Lewinsky part. I think uh, Monica Lewinsky has, I guess, similar to how Chris Rock makes jokes about the, the slap, like she kind of, I guess, to soften the blow. Because people probably. I don't know, like, make her the butt of the joke. It's kind of like the, the bunny rabbit thing from, from 8 Mile. How Eminem just dissed himself, kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, she in, in certain cases, she doesn't take herself too seri- too seriously. I, you know, I, so I'm not surprised she did that. I, I suspect that she, was she serious? I suspect that she was I don't think halfway. so, but you know the Beehive. You know the Beehive, they, they came for her. They was like, uh, Beyonce is the only ones who don't put your name in some lyrics. <laughs> you need to take that heat somewhere else. But I like I said, I don't even think Monica Lewinsky was she she wanted to smoke like that. I think she just was like, uh, my whole name is in one of your songs. If we taking lyrics off. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um but, but, the, but to the Khalees point, um uh, Khalees and Beyond Beyonce could have just been like, Listen, I know who I paid dog, searchlight publishing. <laughs> She could have, which actually I think her taking it off is actually and being petty, but I, I respect it. It's like a, it's like a, a respectful, uh, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you gotta go petty wop on them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I, nobody was talking about you before this, Khalees, and let's go back to that. Let's just take her off. Yeah. <laughs> you know but what also, I'm saying? I feel as if like this stuff is so not the spaz thing necessarily, but like this particular thing is like Beyonce is Beyonce status. So there's a certain status where you're like, all right, I'm so big, I could just squash them. So I'm going to keep this fast thing on, and nobody's going to hurt my status. And, you know, Khalees could, Khalees could be mad, but I know who I paid. So, like, you know, the, I got the rights to the sampler, however that works. So whatever. Mm-hmm. I feel like she's beyond that stat. Like, Beyonce is, like, on a different level where it's like, I don't even want to be. I can't have my name circulating around these types of conversations. I'd rather just take it off. And just let people continue basking in my vibe versus having these debates over lyrics and samples and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Because you're giving more attention, not not necessarily to the enemy, but to people who don't really deserve your shine. Right. Um, Keith, have you heard four current and former Louisville police officers were federally charged in Brianna Taylor's death? I saw the headline. I, I, I haven't gotten a chance to read up on it yet, but um, 
definitely a step forward because I think they weren't. I don't think they were charged or one person. Oh, they weren't charged. I think one guy was charged on the state just level. because he on the state on the state local type level because yeah. he discharged a, a round like into a neighbor's apartment or something like that. But Wonton. other than that, Wonton no endangerment. <laughs> right. But other than that, no. So, yeah, the the federal the federal government coming for them. 874 days um to make us Palmer, who is uh, Breonna Taylor's mom, has been waiting, you know, for these charges to be placed since this has happened, man. And uh, it looks like about five of the cops are being charged um, for things as far as, like, approving a false affidavit to obtain a search warrant, trying to cover up stuff after the fact. Um, uh, recklessness uh, when entering the apartment. Um, and it's about time. I hope something does come of it. You know what I mean? Like, Let's, let's let's get this moving because not only was it done wrong and you know they they followed they, they lived by that that protect the shield code but it was like then we was in terms of protecting the shield y'all just covered everything up you know what i'm saying right. and it's like yeah that's a that's a crime like whether you want to everything was a crime but at the end of the day that you went too far by covering the shit up and and you got to pay for that yeah i mean in, in a related story um, speaking about federal charges, I think all the cops have have um, a verdict's been in the in the George Floyd the murder of George Floyd. All those cops on a federal level have been uh, I think they've convicted, all been right? convicted. Yeah, yeah, and 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 sentenced, if I'm not mistaken. If not all, then most of them, including Derek Chauvin himself. And just the the other guys aside from Chauvin who who are charged, I wonder to what level. Like when they reflect, like they just like, man, I really wish they didn't put put me on the same shift as that dude. Changes your life, man. Changes yeah. your life, man. And it, it's easy as one decision, man. And uh, somebody else whose life has been changed based off of one decision, also facing conviction, is Brittany Grinder. Keith, have you heard? Nine year sentence handed down to Miss Brittany. Griner in Russia for smuggling drugs, aka less than a gram of hash oil. Yeah, man, that that's a really sad story because it's just really sad, man. That joint is crazy because it's such there's that political aspect to it, and then now they're talking about you know negotiating a prisoner swap, and then there's the the component of um, Paul Whelan, I think, the other mm-hmm. American. Uh, prison, prisoner in Russia, former is it, all just, just really. And then on top of that, the the Russia Ukraine war, all that stuff is just really, this is really depressing, man. And see Brittany grinding like that, she just went over there to work, and now they saying nine. Like if this prisoner swap doesn't go through, she's serving nine years. And it's, it's it would be a lot easier cut and dry, right? I guess like Lynn Bias, right? Um, rest in peace. Like, you know what I mean? He was a cautionary tale for us. Like, stay away from cocaine. This dude was a top athlete. You know what I'm saying? Like, he did something. His heart couldn't handle it. He died. Like, you know, learn from it. But Brittany Grinder, Grinder, excuse me, is, uh, like, marijuana is legal where she's from. You know what I'm saying? Now, granted, we all know not to take it on airplanes, right? And take it mm-hmm. overseas, but 
it's not like a thing where it could be like, hey, don't end up like Britney. Stay, don't do drugs, cause, cause, you know, what I'm saying the kids of today will be looking at it as the medicine of tomorrow, if not of today. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, whether Britney was using it for recreational use or medical use, it's just the fact that you can't even hit it with the cautionary, don't do drugs or learn from this or you know what I mean, don't make the same mistakes Britney did, um, because. It's just it's this isn't this, the 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 punishment doesn't fit the crime, you know what I'm saying? Like, in 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 no aspect of the world, no corner of the world should you get nine years for that amount of anything, <laughs> unless it's fentanyl. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's like it, like I, there's, it, it's bizarre. I do wish Britney the best, man, and I do think Britney is gonna come home. Um, but. This shit sucks, bro. You know what I mean? And, and 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 the uncertainty of it can't be healthy at all. Yeah. And, Thoughts and uh, prayers are with her. And, and I think about a lot of uh, ball players who play professionally, professionally in like China, right? Another country who their relationship, their relationship with America is, is tense. And things that, you know, depending on how the geopolitical situation goes, China might want to say, you know what, we're going to come down on, on some American citizens if they do something. You know what I'm saying? And I wonder yeah. how much fear the, those people got. Like, my job, we do some, some business in China, and they say, yeah, you know, you, you might have to go there at some point. And I'm like, Phew. especially after this Britney Griner thing, it's like, man, I don't know, man. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, it's It's scary. It, it, it really is scary. It almost reminds me of like when you hear bad stories about people doing a car, a road trip down south or something like that. You don't want to do it. So this is like fifty times worse. Mm-hmm. Nah, don't let nobody else pack your bags, man. Double check that shit, brother. Was well, that um, the case that somebody else packed it? No, nah, she she said she didn't do it on purpose, but she thinks like in the rush of you know just trying to get it out of the country, she it was like in a bag somewhere. And she just forgot to take it out. Oh, okay. Um, Amon Shumpert actually this week too. He got bad with like six ounces of marijuana. He what gonna get his, less time than What was his case? Because <laughs> I, I saw I was in the gym and I saw the so I, you know I didn't hear it. What happened to Amon Shumpert? Um, I believe he was at an airport. Let me uh just double check this. Um, but he that he did have a lot of like I mean six ounces is is a good amount. <laughs> yep, it was at a Texas airport. Um, cannabis possession. Um, six ounces is a lot to be like. Oh, I forgot I had that on me. <laughs> <laughs> and in Texas, more than four ounces is uh, a felony. Wow! Wow! Yeah, because yeah. what? Um, because yeah, because four ounces would be what a quarter of a pound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more than a quarter of a pound of weed on. <laughs> Yeah, so he got he got bagged up, Iman. So we wish we wish both of them the best. But I even if it went down, Iman Shumper, you know what I mean? He he would still get less time than Britney got. <laughs> There's no doubt saying? about it. He might not get any time. And that's in Texas. <laughs> right. So we'll see how that goes. We wish wishing them all the best, man. Um, Keith, before we get up out of here, man, I want to know: Have you heard? These celebrities have been going hand with these private planes. <laughs> Man, I don't know if you heard, but uh, Kylie Jenner caught a little bit of flack for the amount of... Uh, there's like this Twitter uh, page that follows 
basically tracks how how many miles celebrities are doing on their private jets. And Kylie Jenner, you know, she's through the roof. Mm-hmm. Um, and that caused people to look through, you know, other people's stuff and came up with a top ten list of uh, celebrities not named Kylie Jenner that are uh, running up the CO2 emissions with their private jets. I'm going to run through this list real quick for you, though. Number ten, Kylie's husband, Travis Scott. <laughs> number nine, Oprah. Uh, number eight, Mark Wahlberg. Number seven, Kim Kardashian. Uh, number six, Steven Spielberg. So just to let you know where we're at right now, right? Steven Spielberg at number six was 4,000 tons of uh, CO2, which is 600 mm-hmm. times more than the average person would make in a year. He's mm-hmm. <laughs> um, That's number six. Number five, Blake Sheldon. Number four, A-Rod. Number three, Jigga Man. Number two, Floyd Mayweather. And number one, the GOAT herself. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift racked up 170 flights on her private jet since January. It's only August, people. And CO2 emissions at 8,293 tons, which equals over a thousand times more than me and you, Keith. So Kylie Jenner was what what number on that list? Kylie Jenner wasn't on that list. Um, I can get Kylie Jenner's numbers, but they they were they made the list because I think something came out about Kylie Jenner um, and the Got amount it. of uh, the amount of uh, that that she uses her private jet. And I think she does. She I think the Kylie Jenner too. She wasn't choosing a private jet not to go very far. Right. That's what <laughs> I. That's that's the little bit I heard of this story. Like she would just go like maybe a couple towns away or something like that. Yeah. Or so, so across the state or something like that. Uh. Who, who's like what corner of Twitter was is beefing with her? Like you know how this black Twitter is there like a econo oh, econo with, mode with, um, Twitter beefing with Kylie or or, or Kylie? Oh yeah, it's just the it, um, it was anti Kardashian <laughs> anti Kardashian oh, okay. Twitter number one because the, but now like they're coming the, for Taylor Swift though because like then they looked it. into him like oh Taylor's wilding <laughs> so now they yeah. coming for Taylor. Um, I feel like it's just and easy guess, marks. And people who would yeah. maybe people who would care about it because maybe maybe they said should we go after Jay Z's number two? It's like would he care? <laughs> like what? You know what I'm saying? So they probably Floyd Mayweather too. Yeah, exactly. Floyd Mayweather. Nobody saying nothing about him. Right. But uh, they coming for Taylor. They coming for Taylor. From what I hear, Taylor Swift is a big part of like she lets, they, they let their families use it, and a lot of people rent out their private jets. Right. So. This website's tracking the jet, not the person actually being on it. Right. But, I mean, so, like, that's, that's a business for a lot of people. They, they use it like Airbnbs. They kind of rent out their private jets when they're not using it. Um, the thing with Taylor Swift, I think they said a lot of flights went to Missouri or left from Missouri. And I guess her mom has family there. So, they're thinking the mom might be using it a lot to visit, you know, relatives. Um, which doesn't help her case. <laughs> but I guess it looks a little bit better that it's not Taylor doing all the flights. Yeah. So this goes the sentiment that I have. I think about the sentiment I have, you know, with the the business about the using the word spaz and, and stuff like that. Just as far as like the people who are offended, they you know generally they get to choose the terms under which they're offended. Like they're they're offended. Mm-hmm. However. It's very it's very easy to not necessarily get on board with with, with 
you know, this this type of person that that would you know talk against them because a lot of them are, are, are privileged. Like it's not it's not like an oppressed group per se. I know the planet is on the line. Like we already seeing some horrible effects of climate change, but I'm like, uh, you know, I I don't know what to say. I'm just like, uh. <laughs> yeah. It reminds me of the the people like uh gluing themselves to 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 the floor of playoff games in in, in the NBA. Mm-hmm. It, I, I kind of felt like, eh. what could we do? People right? glue, like, like... <laughs> gluing themselves to the counter of Starbucks because because uh, they use it, they charge extra for almond milk and they they just be giving people cow's milk or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like if yeah. I, I, I get it, I'm just like yeah, you know yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like this fast thing I get, cause like if you're, you know, if you're a, a group that's a minority and fairly challenged in, in some way, and maybe people don't pay as much, give you pay as much regard to you, then it's like, listen, I gotta speak up. Like you can't just use the word; it means something that maybe you didn't realize it means, but it hurts me. But this is kind of they're going after easy, easy targets, and they are these people are rich and powerful, so it's easy in the sense that. There are a lot of people, as many people who who love them, there's a lot of people who also hate them because they love to hate them. And it's like, hey, mm-hmm. let's jump on Taylor Swift. Let's skip Floyd Mayweather and Jay-Z and all these people. <laughs> let's go to Taylor Swift and Kylie Jenner, who's not even in the top ten. Exactly. Um, and then the thing, too, we're all hypocrites, dog. <laughs> like, we all do some shit. You know what I'm saying? We all laugh at something we probably shouldn't be like. I remember... Early, like I remember us being in like maybe high school, junior high school, and coming to the realization. I'll say high school maybe is that like, in order for us to be funny, someone has to get offended. <laughs> now it's, it's it's up to them how offended they get, right? Yeah. But someone has to be the butt of the joke, um, and that's just how it is with a lot of things. Like I recycle a lot. I also use a lot of paper plates and plastic forks. I don't like doing dishes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying so it's like I do my part but I'm sure if you wanted to paint me in a certain light you could use statistics to paint me in a whole different light you know what I'm saying and I think that goes for everybody there's certain shit I laugh at right I'll go I'll be in a, a, a comedy whatever like venue and I'll laugh at certain jokes and then there's certain places where somebody makes a joke and I'll be like that shit ain't funny right. <laughs> that shit's offensive motherfucker. you know what I'm saying so it's like we are all hypocritical hypocritical I can't even say the word <laughs> we're all hypocrites <laughs> we be all hypocritical at times, and it uh, it's just gonna reach a point where it's like, yo, just let people live. <laughs> like you would do the same thing if you were these people. Yeah, you, you, you ain't taking no, you ain't hopping on a Delta flight, and you're not taking no six hour road trip to wherever you're going, and you can't be surrounded have, by mad people to be, you know, no privacy, right. everybody in your face, nah. All right, and you gotta travel yeah. for for these jobs, so they, you know they can't. They can't be just riding normal shit. Like Floyd Mayweather is five foot seven, about a buck forty five, a buck fifty. <laughs> you can't just be around people, and people hate him. So you gotta, you gotta fly private. Yeah, you know what I was thinking though. It's probably um, Kylie Jenner who came out with this information about Taylor Swift. Get all that shit off of her. She's like, yeah. let me drop a top ten. Yeah. <laughs> drop a little Buzzfeed list for these people out here. Coming from right. my head, man. <laughs> now I was, I was about to say these people had Kylie, Kylie, Kyler. I'm about to say Kyler, Kyler Murray's money. <laughs> if they had Kyler, <laughs> Kylie Jenny's, Jenna's money, man, they they would be on that private jet. They would at least be on like in first class. Yeah, oh, nigga. 
<laughs> man, it's there's nothing. If look, I've I've heard that private jets are pretty expensive. So I know there's people out there who just like nah. If you're Mark Wahlberg rich, Steven Spielberg rich, <laughs> Oprah Winfrey rich, you you're gonna do it. It's just I don't I don't know to see many people not. You know what I'm saying? So it is what it is, man. Yeah. But that is another episode in the books, my guy. Um, always a pleasure doing an episode with you. Where can my people find you at on social media, brother? Instagram, me and my underscore 35. Of course, of course. You can find your man DJ Playboy on Instagram at Plickapeezy, P-L-I-C-C-A-P-E-E-Z-Y. Um, also, you can find me on Twitter at DJ Playboy. Follow Perfect Talk Podcast. On Instagram at Perfect Talk Radio. Also check out the website PerfectTalkPodcast.com. Off uh, every episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast, my radio show, The Night Shift, and the radio show I do with my guy DJ Show, uh, Money Talks Radio. Every episode of Perfect Talk Podcast is also available on Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, uh, and the Big Dog. You know Apple Podcasts. So check us out right there and uh, leave a rating, leave a like, leave a review. Um, check us out on YouTube as well. You know what I'm saying? We got episodes on there. So uh, make sure you subscribe, uh, leave a rating, and like it. Um, yo, Keith, I don't know if you had a chance to check out. I had, uh, I had Spec on here for a couple of episodes. <laughs> and um, Spec's a good podcaster, man, because Spec don't give a fuck. Like, you know, you know, you know, you know, spec like in conversations, yeah. he's never been one of those people to not say his opinion out of the fear that like he'll be embarrassed. But I think um, I think what makes him a really good podcast is he doesn't have social media. So he he's not trying to impress anybody. And, and he doesn't really care about your opinions if you don't agree with him. Like my man was defending uh, Chick-fil-A offering um, food for compensation. <laughs> like, but he, like you know, what I'm saying he got some hot takes though. But, he, but he he made some really he's good a, points. He's a capitalist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spec, spec, spec that guy, man. Um, um, he he uh, um, no, nah, just just through conversation, man. You just talk, you talk to people, and you just, I don't know. Like, I get to know my friends a lot better, I guess, through podcasting than I would through normal conversations. I guess because. It's just certain shit just never comes up, man, and it's always interesting, um, you know, just to see where you got, where your head's at, what you, what's going on in your guys' world. So this is, this is a part of the show that I like a lot when you tell people exactly what it is that you uh, are rocking out to nowadays. I know you rock with that Beyonce album, um, but what else you rocking with, my man? Well, right now I'm watching the, the season finale of, excuse me, the series finale, or the final season of Better Call Saul. Okay. That's a, that's a spinoff of Breaking Bad. So it's the last couple episodes coming up. So the streets is buzzing about that. To be honest, it has a lot of critical acclaim. Show's not as good as Breaking Bad. And honestly, it's not mm. as good as like a lot of other shows. I feel as if like I've been in this world. Breaking Bad came out probably like in the late 2000s, early, early 10s. And it's like this is like the final finishing it off. And I got to see this through. But yeah, solid show point, though. I definitely recommend it's it. It's like it's like Star Wars. Like you're in that universe at this point, right? For, for that many years invested, right? Exactly. So like Black Panther, yeah. I, I looked at the trailer. I'm like, not that excited for it, but gotta see it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's homework. <laughs> I can't not see it. No, very true. Very true. That shout out to that Black Panther trailer looks tough too. Angela Bassett doing her thing. Looking forward to that. Um. Yeah. Yeah, man. 
We up out of here, brother. Always a pleasure doing an episode with you, man. You stay healthy out there and uh, say goodbye to the people, man. Peace. Peace.